than he thought perhaps it was. Alan Roth wrote in a recent CBS Market Watch blog that until March 9, 2009, when the financial market made a turnaround, he thought that Armageddon was clearly upon us as capitalism was declared dead and buried with the Great Depression ahead. In his review one year later, with U.S. stocks up significantly, he wrote, Hope has indeed come back in the good times since Armageddon. President Obama adapted the word and dubbed the record snowfalls that crippled Washington, D.C. in early 2010 as Snowmageddon. In the hectic hours leading up to the 2010 vote on the American health care bill, House Minority Leader John Boehner referred to that critical period in American history as Armageddon concluding that the proposed bill will ruin our country. I chose to use that word in the title of this book because it pictures the catastrophic conditions that will prevail on the earth in the end times and because many of those conditions are beginning to be visible today. For the past three years, I have devoted my study to the identification and understanding of these prophetic attributes. Somewhere in the middle of my investigation, I began to notice a financial thread running through the center of these end-time events, and it wasn't long before I could see how that thread pulled things together. The ten chapters of this audiobook are about these end-time occurrences and the financial warnings that are pointing us toward the Armageddon of the Bible. While that Armageddon is still in the future, the trembling of our financial foundations is a call for us to awake out of sleep. For now, our salvation is nearer than when we first believed. Romans 13.11 There is something about catastrophes of biblical proportions to which we seem to gravitate. The title of Mark Moring's article in the March 2010 edition of Christianity Today declared, It's the end of the world, and we love it. Mooring points out that the growth in theater revenue since the current recession began is not surprising. It follows a trend that began in the hard times of the Great Depression of the 1930s. In 2009, a record $10 billion was spent at the box office, and attendance was up 4.5% despite the record high unemployment rate, which led to drastic cuts in many other areas of consumer spending. The movies that garnered record attendances included end-of-the-world offerings such as Transformers, Revenge of the Fallen, 2012, Terminator Salvation, and The Road. The trend continued in the early months of 2010 with The Book of Eli and Legion. Several others of a similar genre are scheduled for release later in the year. And let's not forget that the best-selling Christian fiction series of all time was the 12 original volumes of the Left Behind series by Tim LaHaye and Jerry Jenkins, which sold more than 63 million volumes over a period of 15 years. Why is there so much interest in entertainment that majors on the apocalyptic themes of the Bible? Mooring suggests that in a fear-filled world where war, terrorism, and economic collapse bring the question of death and the afterlife to the fore, the film industry has delivered more stories to fuel the question, though not always providing answers.
I believe that much about the future of this world has been revealed to us in the prophetic pages of the Bible. In the following chapters, we will explore together the answers we find there. We began with a look at the state of the American economy, which is still deteriorating and threatening to collapse. Although there are glimmers of hope, unemployment is at near-record highs in most of the country, and in my home state of California, it continues to rise. In October of 2009, according to the Labor Department's report, the national unemployment rate had risen to 10.2%, more than doubling the rate when the financial crisis began to be evident in December of 2007. The unemployment report issued in June 2010 indicated that the seasonably adjusted unemployment rate in the country was down slightly to 9.7%. But in California, it was...